Hey, and welcome to Which One Podcast, the podcast where we don't know which one topic we're talking about. I'm not Aaron. And I'm not Eben. This week's podcast is sponsored by Akablam Snore Strips. Oh, please, please, I wish there was a way for me to go to sleep with this stupid snore. Oh, what's this box that appeared in front of me? Is that Akablam? Akablam snore strips will suffocate your partner so that they stop breathing and snoring. Thanks, Akablam. Very cool. What's new with you? Okay, Evan. It's been a while since we've we've um we've done the podcast. So, uh, uh, how have you been in the past few weeks? What have you been up to? Well, it's actually been the final couple of weeks of university. Evan. Oh, how exciting! I I know this very well because I also attend that that thing that you said. I wish I'd never gone, but we're nearly <laughs> done. So. You know, apparently dropping out with only five days to go is a daft idea. Really? I don't know why people think that. No, I would disagree with that. So I've been, you know, getting absolutely no sleep whilst typing some letters on the screen, and apparently that means I can get a job. I have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Nor do I. I've written it all down on paper. If you want to learn about verbal autopsies, ask away. (laughs) This is probably um, a symptom of us both having university, although I feel like yours has been at least 18 times more stressful than mine. To be honest, mine's been pretty chill. At least 18. I'm very glad that you have stopped staying up all night and not sleeping. How is your sleep uh, pattern going now? Because I know you weren't sleeping very well. I wasn't, in fact, sleepant. But now um, I have started going to the gym every night, which makes me very sleepy. Mm -hmm. And I've been sleeping from 10.30pm until 7 in the morning. How long have you been doing that now? Is it it working? Are you resetting? Two days. But yeah, it's it's going really well. It's quite easy to do because you just wake up go in a shower and, it's pretty easy you know, to do lol just wake up just just set an alarm <laughs> wake up and have your day <laughs> jesus so uh cool i got some big news for you this week yeah Aaron. man have you two big news two news 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 i news new i news is don't tell my parents but i got two tattoos oh my god i'm texting your parents right now so am I. Wait, no, hang on. find out if I do Hang that. on. You didn't get two tattoos this week, though, did you? I didn't. I got tattoo of them. No, oh, I'm uh... sorry. I... <laughs> Wait. Why don't you tell our every every single listener <laughs> what tattoos uh, hey. you got? Hey, everyone. Um, so on my left uh, forearm, I have a Pokeball Ooh. from the famous... Famous video game series, second most popular in the world to Mario. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Pokeball from Pokemon. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was um, from Digimon. And but... um, from Digimon. Uh, n- That's the joke. I've never heard of Digimon Simpson. Way. Way. Can we get a Can we get a sound effect of Jamie saying way? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... I, won't, I won't do it. But I'll um, hang on. I, wait, I think I hear Jamie. <laughs> Okay, there he was. Did you hear that? Oh, that he was, was definitely there. That was perfect. Thanks, Jemmy. Can't believe we heard him all the way from Bristol. Yeah. Um. So the other tattoo that I got is, uh, I think I should say as a disclaimer, I completely stole it from my uh, my new girlfriend, Liv. Um, oh my god, What did, did, by stealing do you mean you cut it off her and applied it to your own skin? Because I'm assuming that's what you meant. No, I actually... It's quite an interesting process. You... You do cut the skin off, but then if you press it against your skin with a damp towel for 30 seconds, 
it just transfers the tattoo right on over, like those temporary ones. It's amazing. What happens to what happens to the excess skin after that? Well, not the excess skin, but the leftover well, skin. The application skin. You know how you get like a piece of application paper for like temporary tattoos. Application like, skin. Application skin. Um. Well, I'm not a wasteful person, and it is uh, part of your five a day, so I uh, I tend to eat it. Crispy skin. Oh no, I don't like it fried. Most people do, but I'm a oh. I'm a sort of a cold skin. Sorry. Person. A cold skin man. <laughs> cold skin man. Cold skin man. Okay, so cool. Are you happy with your tattoos, Evan? Because I know, like three, four weeks ago, you didn't even have one, or it wasn't even the thing we'd ever discuss. And now you have fucking two. Yeah, I have tattoo of them. Um, mm-hmm. I was... you've already made that joke. No, I'm not Delete happy this. with them. I wish the other one was on my left arm and the pokeball was on my right. Um, do you think it's too late to? Just, uh... just saw your arms off and replace them with the I other. I was thinking arm. I, I mean, could just them. wear my clothes backwards. And just walk through the street backwards, and then they'd be swapped. Mm. You'd have to do something about your legs, though, unless you wanted weird backward feet. What if I already have? Hey, maybe backward... you do want weird uh, backward you feet. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So you'll even out. Yeah, then. we. <laughs> and you're we don't from... judge. Apart from the fact I won't have a face, <laughs> but that's fine. Aaron, what's new with you? Right, Evan. Uh, well, what is new with me? Nothing in particular is new with me. But since we've last done the podcast, I have done a couple things oh. of interest. So I went to Bournemouth. Um, with Bina for her birthday a few weeks ago, and somehow I was going to say somehow she convinced me to zip line, but that's not <laughs> true. She said that she wanted to zip line, and I was like, okay, cool. But I'm very afraid of heights, and this lol just not, don't be just... high in the air. <laughs> well, that that's how I would have preferred to stay, but this particular zip line, my friend, is off the end of a pier um, to the beach. It's actually the first pier to beach zip line in the world, which sounds oddly specific, but when you think about it, it's actually quite a cool thing. Well, yeah, you'd imagine quite a few of them at the seaside. Yeah, exactly. It was a good idea. So basically, there's like this tower on the edge of uh, the edge, end of the pier. Um, I'm really bad at estimating any sort of measurement, but I would say it was at Four least 20 feet high. Oh my god, I just got pet- petrified because I thought it was a ghost in the microphone, but it was my cat walking behind the microphone. A, a ghost Jesus. in the microphone, that reminds me of a great story. There was a website that you would go on and it would play a screaming person's face. You know, so it was a, a screamer. And it doesn't matter what you put at the end of a website link if it hasn't got a page. So with this one, like, we... We rang up one of those scam tech support companies hmm. and we said, we can't log into our email. Can you check it for us? We gave them the screamer link forward slash mail. They go on it and obviously the screamer starts playing. And That's nasty. We just heard all of these people running around frantically in the background. <laughs> no idea what's going on. And two minutes later, in the background, you still hear this screamer on their mic. <laughs> so if the, if the support team just run away from the desk. They just run away. <laughs> like, like the ha- it's haunted. They, oh, that's they, very they mean, came back, funny. picked up the headset, and I just heard... <sighs> Hello? <laughs> Hello, sir? And then he told us how it was really funny, and then he said how we thought there was a ghost in our email. <laughs> <laughs> And then they went on it again, the idiots, but you just wow. remind me, ghost in the microphone, ghost in the email, you know? Yeah, that's actually remind, re- remind it, reminded, reminded me of another me. story. Ramen um, raisin. <laughs> Ramen raisin. Uh, when I was at school, uh, I was chatting to a girl in my tutor group. Well, she was in my IT class, actually. Well, she was in both, but that's besides the point. She said that she 
knew someone i think it was like an uncle or some sort of like old a little bit older relative Mm -hmm. who thought that computer viruses were like biological viruses so they refused to take their old computer that was infected viruses to the tip because they were afraid that they would escape into the environment (laughs) and like (laughs) my son has got a trojan (laughs) If I don't insert 50 quid into his mouth, all of his files will be deleted. Brilliant, isn't it? Oh, right, I'm um, sorry, to get back on the, uh, onto the, uh, my point. Yeah, you went so to was tar- a, yeah. I, yeah, so we, we arrived on like the Friday and we were going ziplining on the, on the Sunday and um, totally rolled with it. and was like, yeah, we'll go zipline because we're going to Hawaii in September and we've got a zipline tour booked. And I thought, well, this would be good like practice because I'm a bit nervous about, you know, <laughs> just imagining myself off a fucking cliff. Just imagining a zipline the whole way around Hawaii and just like, there's like a whole <laughs> just... bunch of you and a tour guide at the front. Like, if you look to your left, <laughs> you'll see Hawaii it's and like, then you'll still see Hawaii. If you look further ahead, you'll see more Hawaii. <laughs> cool. Okay, so you've got a zipline tour booked around Hawaii. Yeah, so, well, actually, it's just... It, it, hmm. Have you ever seen Jurassic Park? I was about to say you know in Jurassic Park, but actually... Uh, that is actually one of man. the four movies I have seen. Okay, do you remember the scene where the uh, Alan and the kids are walking through the valley uh, and there's a Gallimimus uh, chase and they have to like hide behind a giant log because all these Gallimimus are running at them and then the T-Rex comes and eats one of them. It's like in the middle of the day. Yep. Yeah, that valley is where we're going ziplining. They have, like, a whole ziplining um, tour. In wow, there. take pictures of the dinosaurs for me. Oh, of course I will. I definitely will. Thanks, um, I actually have I have a photo with my, with my family a few years ago. The log is still there. No way. They keep, they keep the log so that people can take photos next to the log. Of them hiding so... behind the log from Jurassic <laughs> Park. Yeah, pretty much. I've got a picture on my wall of me and my family, like, awkwardly stood around where the, the tour guide, like, holds up, like, a toy... T-Rex in front of the camera oh so it looks God. like it's about to eat us and we're like ah, that is tragic yeah we are doing a film tour around the valley as well but hopefully it won't be as uh, cringy as that I went, we went to look at the tower to see how high off of the uh, th- the earth it was the water <laughs> and basically I um, walked down this hill and it came into view and I just went Huh, I don't think I can do that. And then I just kept telling Bina for like an hour about how I couldn't do it. And then I would then backtrack about three seconds and I'd be like, no, but it's not that high. I'm sure I'd be able to do it. Uh, and this went on for the entirety of Saturday. Uh, and then we went we went to Spoons for, um, well, at dinner time and met up with our friend Claire. I forgot that you actually weren't in Hawaii doing this. And I was like, oh yeah, Spoons in Hawaii. <laughs> Is it called like Spoons? <laughs> I feel like that's... Not racist, but it might be a bit insensitive. Okay, funny we'll, we'll bleep Very it. Very funny. We'll bleep it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no racist jokes. <laughs> racism. Um, so uh, yeah, we met up with our, with our friend Claire, and I uh, went for some drinks, and I drank. I don't say too much. Like I wasn't sick or anything, but I don't remember much of it. And I realised afterwards I was drinking because I was afraid of the next day, and I was oh, hoping no. that I would oversleep because it was at one o'clock. We're going ziplining. Uh-huh. And I remember being like, oh, it's half ten. It's okay. Like, Bina's going to sleep through it. We're going to... Of course, she didn't. And I didn't as well. And then I woke up and thought, no, oh, now I'm hungover. And now... And I've also got to yeet myself off of a pier. Um, <laughs> Can we get a petition to rename them the yeet lines, please? <laughs> we we went, made our way down to the pier and I sort of kept staring at it and thinking, oh, it doesn't look that high. It's not actually that high. But then I realized that when you get up, even a small 
amount of height, it seems a lot higher. Or it does for me. Mm-hmm. Like the past mm-hmm. few years, I've really become afraid of heights for whatever reason. To make it worse, the uh, it was like a spiral staircase, and the steps were all like it wasn't like a solid step. It was like I don't know what it's, it's called, but it was like steel. It looked like steel that had like a hundred holes in it. If that makes sense, gotcha. it was almost like a, a great like a great step. But it like wasn't great, great because grating. it was high up. No, exactly, and it was right on the end of the pier. Like you couldn't go any fur- like any closer to the end of the pier. Mm-hmm. So we put these, you know, the helmets and the harnesses and shit on, and I was just like, I guess I'm doing this. And then yeah, we started walking up the tower, and I was shaking so much, and I was just being like, I don't think I can actually do this. Oh, I don't gosh. think I'm going to be able to get myself. Because the problem is, then you've got to wait for like half an hour for all the other people ahead of you to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm just stood like most of the way up this. this tower can't go back because i guess there's like a queue well no there wasn't anyone behind actually the only people who were behind us were like a mum her daughter and her younger daughter who must have been like seven or something who was screaming the entire time like i don't want to do it i don't want to do for like at least 15 minutes i think they were behind us and, and you i was like, like yelling back, not me too. yeah well I, I felt like saying that but i thought that probably wouldn't be appropriate to yell at a small girl but i was thinking wow this really i, I didn't actually i don't know i don't know if it was helping me or uh or not it might have been i felt like it was making it worse but then i was like well at least i've got something to concentrate on instead of just like standing like because the problem was this this tower because it's a spiral staircase it has like a central uh like pole you know keeping it uh, attached to the pier but then it's like swaying in the wind because it's out at sea <laughs> so you, that's just it did not feel safe Damn. anyway you get to the platform on the top and I, uh, I said to the guy do you have to run and jump off the edge and he was like no you can just sort of like pull yourself up and just slide down off off of the thing so i was like okay okay i want to run and jump because then because it's just two zip lines so me and b and I went at the same time i wanted to run and jump because a that's more fun and b that means we'd be going at the same rate and we'd be like next to each other on the way down but at the last minute i decided no i can't do that so what i'm going to do is just jump in the air you know and hold the, the the rope that's in front of me and then slide down off of the platform and not have to literally jump off of a fucking pier uh, you know the the platform yeah that didn't really happen because I, my legs were jelly and I was too afraid to do it properly. So I basically like grabbed a hold of the rope and then like my legs sort of like pitter pattered across the, the platform until I fell off the edge. Oh, and at God. this point, Bina was a good like three seconds ahead of me, which is probably like <laughs> 20 feet, 30 feet or something. She was just looking to her side like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> well, oh yeah, I was a bit worried that I wasn't actually going to be able to just... Because I, I, like being up that high, like I said, it's become really difficult for me the past few years. Just like yeah. just can't stand still still jelly legs and everything uh-huh. and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna actually be able to convince myself to go off the side that's quite i have to physically do that and i feel like my legs are just gonna freeze and it's not gonna happen but mm-hmm. it was fine and then once i was off the edge i was like holy shit this is amazing and i'm just flying over the fucking ocean and then three seconds later it's over so that was the, the big thing that i did i'm really i'm excited to go zipline in hawaii now the zipline did the thing i wanted it to do and that was to for me to face my fear you zipped down the line I did. I did exactly what it said. Great. Well, that's and all he... we've got time for this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I was going to say, when we were in Bournemouth, the, the spoons that we went to the night before yeah. was opposite a church, uh, a church that had a graveyard. And in the graveyard was buried the author of Frankenstein herself, Mary Shelley. Wow. Um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, she's, it's called... actually Mary Shelley's monster. <laughs> But she called herself Mary Shelley's monster. <laughs> well, no, Mary Shelley is the scientist. The monster is Mary Shelley's monster. <laughs> Mary Shelley's monster. <laughs> Sorry, Mary Shelley author. <laughs> yeah, the book is called Mary Shelley. She's Mary Shelley author. <laughs> it is written by Frankenstein, the monster. No, the, 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 the scientist. <laughs> 
Wait, why would a book be written by a scientist? You make no sense. Well, I'm sure there are some books written by scientists. In fact, I'm pretty sure I have. I've just no, I've just realised actually. I I used to have a copy of Brief History of Time, and I have no idea where it's gone. Oh, by Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um. So because she was buried over the road, as me and Bina and Claire were leaving. Well, I say as we were leaving. As after we'd left, I I I in my drunken state that I barely remember, ended up finding her grave, and I was like, what would I say to the person who wrote Frankenstein? And I stood there with my hand on her gravestone, which was incredibly cold, and it actually creeped me out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. It would be. It's a piece of like granite, you know, outside in the earth, <laughs> in a graveyard. <laughs> I'm pretty creeped out by graveyards, so I'm surprised that I went in there. And because well, I, Bina and Claire stayed down the hill, like by the the little gate going into the churchyard, and I was like, nope, I'm gonna go and have a conversation with Mary Shelley. I just sort of put my hand on, yeah, on the on the gravestone, and all I remember saying was, "You launched a genre. Alien is really good." Alien wouldn't exist if it wasn't for you. Oh my gosh. Aliens really get the all I remember is telling her grave that Alien was really Were good. Were you intoxicated at this point? Oh, I barely remember it. I ju- that's all I remember doing. So I was that's very when you just have amnesia. Yeah, I'm just uh, that's just I I bang I banged my head coming off the zip line the next day and I don't remember anymore. But <laughs> you're gonna say you bang the grave, but you know you do you you do you. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that actually because there's a famous story about Mary Shelley having sex with her husband on her mother's grave, I think, or some sort of combination of that. Yeah, bit weird. Um. Yeah, I can look. I can look it up if you want. No thanks. No thanks. I, Mary. You can see well, well I'm doing it anyway. Is... Sex graveyard. Mary the... Shelley's obsession with the cemetery. Did you just Google graveyard. sex graveyard? With the Mary Shelley head, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't hear Mary Shelley, so I thought, if you're just Googling sex graveyard, you might have some <laughs> sex amazing results. Have you been to the sex graveyard yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She lost her virginity on, on her mother's grave. Oh. Bit weird, isn't it? Also, I noticed that while I was having this conversation, I looked down and I'd actually like stood on a bunch of flowers and accidentally trampled them, which I felt horrendous about. Oh, my God. Yeah, hopefully I won't get haunted by Mary Shelley. But you will get haunted by the flowers. Yes, the, the flowers are vengeant. Is vengeant a word? Uh, vengeful? I, I don't know English. Vengeful flowers. I've never yeah. seen uh, eventual flowers. Okay, so now it's time for the juicy snack round. So, uh, Aaron, have you got a piece of food to eat? Because I'm going to try and guess what you're eating just from the sound of you eating it. Eating. Eat. Food. Eat. Yes, Evan, I have food. It um oh, it doesn't look that good anymore. But um, I'm gonna eat it. And you've got to see uh, you as as you said, you have to see. I mean, hear. <laughs> I mean, think about what it sounds like. I eat um ing. Ready? I'm absolute. I've never been more ready in my life to listen to some food eating. That's gotta be an apple. Jesus Christ! Well done. Of course, it's an apple. I was thinking that actually, there's not anything that sounds as juicy and crunchy. That's why it's the juicy That's snack round. But you know how I knew it was an apple? Because you got a oh, MacBook that. and an iPhone. <laughs> what else would you eat? A window? Don't think so. It's gone a bit brown. That's it's also what I thought. While. I was like, right, it's got to be some kind of fruit that you've maybe cut up or something. God damn it. Interesting fact about this apple, Evan. <laughs> yes, Evan. It was cut up with a, I don't know, apple cutter that I found at Asda that's also shaped like an apple. Thank so, you, Aaron. Very cool. <laughs> I was looking for, like, an apple corer, and basically, it's a plastic apple, 
but there's, there's a circle cut out in the middle and it's got like sort of dull blades mm-hmm. uh, positioned so that you can put an apple down on a chopping board and then push this down over it. Oh, it cuts yes. cuts the middle section out and then all the uh, extra sections um, sort of fall out the side. If you don't send me a video of you using this next time you do, I'm going to be very upset. All right, I'll try if I remember. Do you understand what I mean? I I do. They're very, very pleasing to use. Well, this one isn't that pleasing because when it gets to the end, it doesn't push through the end, so I have to flip it upside down, put it on the bowl, and then, like, poke at it with my fingers, hoping that I won't cut my fingers on the dull blades. This section is old, where we discuss the happenings and happenisms of the week. Aaron, I have a story for you here. Cool, I'm going to eat more apple. <laughs> Are you gonna edit out your half of the audio? <laughs> Is everyone just gonna listen to you eating an apple? Yeah, why not? Who doesn't like listening to an apple being eaten? Um, Steve. Hearing Jobs. eating apples is good for you. Ooh, too soon. Okay, so I have a. Fancy- I can listen and eat an apple, you know. Talk. You can also Go. interrupt can- and eat an apple, apparently. <laughs> Apparently so. It's not stopping me from talking, to be honest. <laughs> okay, got a story for you here. Um, mm-hmm. My girlfriend, like, knew this person. Okay, like, when you say knew? She's friends with them on Facebook, and I okay. believe, like, maybe went to school with them or something. I actually have mm-hmm. the worst memory. Sorry. Here's the story. This... Man, I'm gonna obviously not say any names. Got pulled over for speeding, and they had a broken light. Okay, a broken, a broken light. Yes. Sorry, so I like, don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> a pop concert, a broken light. <laughs> so <laughs> your lamp is broken at home. We're pulling you over. <laughs> uh, I promise, I'm buying a new bulb. <laughs> I'm on my way there now. <laughs> Sir, it's half past three in the morning. <laughs> well, I can't tell what time it is because I can't see because there's no light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this guy is driving along. He's speeding. He's got a broken light. The police pull him over. Mm. You know, he uh, he was getting arrested, I believe. And as he was getting arrested, he didn't want to waste a £12.50p bag of donuts that he had already purchased. So he twelve fifty for a bag of donuts? Probably like Krispy Kreme or something. I just said Christy. Christy. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, that's... that's a friend of mine, Krispy Kreme. Um, okay, probably Krispy Kreme donuts. That is a porn star name if I ever heard one. <laughs> Krusty Kreme. No, <laughs> oh, no, no. Absolutely Turn it not. back, turn it back. <laughs> Go back to what you said. Okay, so he yeah. didn't want to waste his £12.50 bag of donuts. So whilst being arrested, he reached into his car to get one. He was told by the police officer, you know, can you don't? Because he was mm. being arrested. So instead of being a normal law-abiding citizen, he kicked the police officer in the shin three times. <laughs> this guy got arrested, and wrest- the headline is "Teen wrestled police officer after reaching for donut from car." <laughs> like, wait, so, sorry, he kicked him in the shin and then wrestled him. The police, the the guy. That's right, but he um he has to go to court now for assault because he wanted his donut. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with waiting if you... Why, why would you do that? You, it clearly looks like you're going to grab a weapon if you're grabbing... If you're getting something out of something while being arrested. What a silly man. Very silly. This is great. He His roadside breath test came back as negative, and he told officers in the station, this could have been prevented by me not being a flipping twit. 
<laughs> and, Did you actually say that? Yeah, the newspaper has just quoted it. <laughs> Flipping twit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just want to end up this news story by saying the officer was left with grazes on his shin, wrist, and knee. I mean, if I was that police officer, I'd be annoyed about those minor... What did you say they were? Minor blemishes. <laughs> no, what did you say they were? Oh, Not grazes. Grazes, On you. the shin, wrist, and knee. And the guy ended up having to pay £270 plus the £12.50 for the donuts. <laughs> well, if he hadn't been a flipping twit. <laughs> right, have you got any news stories for me? I do. I'm excited. This article is headlined, Cruise warns Space Force needed to prevent space pirates. What do you mean by Cruise? Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, Senator Ted Cruise. Well, I'll read out his quote, the quotes of him. Okay. Right. Senator Ted Cruz said this week that it was important to fund President Trump's proposed Space Force in order to prevent possible space pirates. Right. And apparently, apparently he said, Since the ancient Greeks first put to sea, nations have recognised the necessity of naval forces and maintaining a superior capability to protect waterborne travel and commerce from bad actors. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. Cruz, the chairman of the Subcommittee on Aviation and Space, said at a hearing Tuesday, Pirates threaten the sea, and the same is possible in space. In this way, I believe we too must now recognise the necessity of a space force to defend the nation and to protect space commerce and civil space exploration. Of course, of course. Space pirates. What? All I can think about is that, that he's living inside an episode of Futurama, but I feel like Ted Cruz would never have watched that Futurama episode before. Well, I can't believe you're not taking this matter seriously. I mean, you know, we're planning some Mars missions in 2020, and I think 2022 we want to get humans on Mars. And I reckon space pirates would be quite detrimental. I mean, we've already got... Right, okay, and that that, that would be fair. But the thing yeah. is, like, Trump has been cutting NASA's budget, mm-hmm. and they don't seem... To, he doesn't seem to be putting much effort into that sort of stuff. So, yeah... There are countries in the world that want to uh, do Mars missions and stuff like that, but this is specifically pr- to protect the US. Oh. Like, it's, like, that's what I mean. It's just like an American thing. Like, he literally says, to defend the nation. We need to build a giant metal sheet and wrap it around the Earth. That's ba- well, no, it's like a like a space space wall around the US is probably the sort of thing. <laughs> okay, we'll take the Mexico wall, right, and we'll put a roof over it and just make that roof go over the USA. But we'll leave a little hole in it for the sun. That's that's like a Mr. Burns plot. It's like the reverse of the Mr. Burns plot. Cover up everything apart from the sun. Jeez, I, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, space pirates... <laughs> We've already got a car up there, so space traffic jams could be a thing. So what's to say spice pirates couldn't be a thing? Pirate, yeah. yeah spice if there's, if there's pirates, a traffic, not space. Spice pirates. Spice pirates. If, there's a- <laughs> if there's a traffic jam, you don't send the fucking navy to sort it out. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I don't think you've ever been in an American traffic jam, but the, <laughs> they get the SWAT teams in, helicopters, every news channel reports it, and the. Uh, yeah, traffic pirates. Traffic pirates. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Well, actually, that's not that funny. It'd be co- that's just getting mugged, basically, or robbed in a traffic jam. We wanted this to be a happy segment, and you said <laughs> <It's> mugged. <laughs> <laughs> no negative words must be said. No, no the is Trump a negative admi- word, and so is negative. <laughs> oh, gosh. The Trump administration's current plan to create a space force would cost more than $2 billion to get oh, off the come ground. On. Hell, you know about those uh, starving people in the uh, other countries? No, space pirates. That's one of the worst American accents I've ever heard. Y'all hear about those, uh, them there people that are starving in those countries? Yeah, That's but slightly I- better, weirdly. 
You ever hear about those uh, starving people in those countries? Nah, we gotta get uh, those uh, space there uh, pirates. Pirates, I can't, can't stop the West Country accent coming through, can I? Those space pirates. There's no escaping it. Those Penzance pirates, you know what it is. Have you got any more stories, Evan? Because I think this one's run its course. Yes, I have a story here, it. and I'm just going to read you the headline. Well, nothing else, you're not going to give me any context. Fine, I'm just going to read you the author. <laughs> Okay. Guess what the story is based on the author's name. Yeah, just from vision alone. I'm going to stare at it, and you have to guess what the headline is. Something about a squirrel and cheese. Holy... How did you do that? Amazing. <laughs> is, Seattle's cheese cracker addicted squirrel is traumatizing kids. <laughs> Willow Naranjo wrote on Facebook, Beware the squirrel with the notched ear. It rules over the playground. The notched ear? I think the next sentence... Parents knew exactly who she meant. <laughs> Kevin, the girl squirrel. <laughs> I feel like you've just said a load of random sentences in order. <laughs> yep. Um, you know how you can get um. There's those uh. There's people who set AIs to like write scripts for things that already exist, like Harry Potter chapters and Scrubs episodes. Yes, and stuff yes. Like that. It sounds like. It was uh, that news story was created by an AI. Like, there's things like sort of make the, the words fit together, but didn't really tell a story or make any sense. I honestly don't think there's any way to sum up this story other than that. It just feels completely like written by a robot. I I haven't got any comments. I just have to read it. Someone, another member of this Facebook group, wrote that she and her son left the playground for good because of Kevin. <laughs> Another member posted a picture saying, that's Kevin, and then wrote a laugh-cry emoji. He is a pain (laughs) in the ass. (laughs) Kevin, a.k.a. Jeffrey or Sammy or Skittles, depending on the kid, (laughs) is a shameless female squirrel with an affinity for goldfish crackers and Cheez-Its. Kevin doesn't mind when... It's got so many names, but it's Kevin... (laughs) And they're all male names as well, apart from Skittles, which isn't a name at all. <laughs> Kevin or what? Steve or Jeffrey? He, uh, Jeffrey or Sammy. Sammy or Skittles. <laughs> she has been described as a bold, fearless stroller hopper who unseals plastic baggies and pops off Tupperware lids. She pokes tiny holes for her tiny paws in nice new backpacks. She does eat right out of our hands, one person says. Maybe we shouldn't do that, but look at Kevin. How can we resist? <laughs> <laughs> so what? What was the? Where was the traumatizing happening? Is Kevin? Kevin is like Kevin doing? <clears throat> climbing up people's legs and stuff. It's like seagulls when you have chips. You know how they get closer yeah. and closer. Apart from this one, actually, like comes into your bags and onto your baby buggies and stuff. Okay, um, so Ke- Kevin has no chill, basically. Okay, the. The story gets better. The news article reports, uh, We wanted to see Kevin for ourselves, so we drove to Discovery Park with an offering of barbecue crisps found in the newsroom kitchen. Wait, I thought this was an American story. Yeah, I'm translating it for our... Oh, because sorry, okay. I'm localizing it. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a potato chips. <sighs> the Box. news article reports... <laughs> The news article reports, we wanted to see Kevin for ourselves, so we drove to Discovery Park with an offering of barbecue Lay's potato chips found in the newsroom kitchen. They arrived at the park, and someone said, Kevin was just here. 
A dad chased him away <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I wish the story had ended it. Kevin was just here. It's like, no, it, it's like ima- imagine like some guy in a movie, he's like tracking animals and he's just like, look, he's like sniffs the ground and then like, you know, like turns over some dung or something. He goes, Kevin was just here. I can smell the potato chips and the cheese crackers. <laughs> Sk- I smell Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> um, the ending of this article is actually better than that. We didn't get to meet Kevin on this reporting trip to the playground. A crow nicknamed Leonard ate the barbecue chips. <laughs> How is everyone keeping tabs on what these animals right, are called? Right, like the, the squirrel has a notch in his ear. It's quite noticeable, but how the yeah. fuck do you tell the difference between crows? <laughs> I mean, that, that's a bit crow racist, but I do agree with you. I'm pretty sure there's some... That's crowcist! So, Aaron, I've done two news stories. Have you got a second one for us? I do. I'm going to cut out the context of this one because, actually, it's a bit sad. Okay. Well, I'm not... Mm, sad's probably not the right word, just a bit, like... It, it involves racism, but um, okay. basically, this uh, this bus driver from Utah is um, claiming he's not racist and the reason he's giving is because his dog is black. Of course, you know, that because, <laughs> you know, fur colour and skin colour, you know, dog racism. Yeah, basically. CNN reports this man has been accused of doing this racist thing, but he claims he's not racist. And the quote is, not at all. Look at my dog. He's as black as can be, he oh told my reporters. Gosh. Anyway, that's about that's, that's about it. And that's the last uh, What the a last fantastic story section. This week. I feel like... <laughs> oh, that was so short. I love it. Okay. Okay, I just need to give a shout out to um, Becky. Becky Ball. Eben, you might know her as... Well, you won't know her because you never met her, but she's Chris's girlfriend. Um, I promise her I'd give her a shout out on the podcast because uh, she feels tremendously guilty about accidentally smashing my Lego Millennium Falcon with her leg. Well, it <laughs> is called around. Lego. I know, but she didn't intentionally smash her leg into it. That's the point. Oh, so she didn't use the Millennium Falcon as it was intended to. It was an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. She, um, I think she, there was just a lot of stuff around because being his friends are over. We're doing a mur- murder mystery evening a few uh, week, week, uh, weekends ago, which was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Becky basically <laughs> turned around just in proximity to the Falcon, and because it like the to the mandibles, the pointy bits at the front uh, stick out over the edge of the table. She like smashed her leg into it, and like she did it so hard that she cut her leg, and it was bleeding. The Millennium Falcon was bleeding. Holy <laughs> <laughs> she made plastic bleed. Anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out because Becky said she listened to the podcast, and I appreciate that. And I also want to say, don't worry, I sorted it. It's fine now. It looks alright. It's okay. Don't worry. I want to say he sent me pictures. It's absolutely not fine. You should feel horrific. Well, actually, she knows it's fine because she was here when I sorted it. This has happened a few times when people have been over because they just like walk into it by accident because it's just so fucking huge and in the way. I'm just going to go and drop kick at me. Well, I mean, I will sit there and fix it because that's what I do every time. It's taken me like an hour before, but after my cousin Marvin smashed it by accident with his leg. Um... And I said, like, I'm sorry, guys, I can't do anything until I fix this thing. And I sat there. I think I was drunk both times. I've had to fix it, actually. I've just sat there, like, trying to work out how it goes together. And it's quite a a complicated piece. It's not like, oh, you just put this bit back on here. It's like things fit together in, you know, four different ways at the same time. It's very complicated. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So uh, we have a new section this week. It's called the section. Jesus Um, Christ, that that pop. The microphone's so bad. Well, I don't have a pop filter, so... You can borrow my pop 
filter because I don't actually. In fact, you can have it. I don't need it. I've got one built into my mic stand. So. Well, I was eating some popcorn earlier, and that would have been most appropriate for the pop section. So, um, Aaron, has there been anything interesting on TV this week, or uh, maybe Spotify, or uh, where was the cinema? Um, well, I'm sure there have been interesting things on all of those, Evan, but I have chosen to speak, speak today about a film that you might... I'm not sure what you're interested in. It's one of the reasons I picked it, is because I'm not sure how interested in it you are. But uh, we went to see Detective Pikachu the other day, and um, oh, quite enjoyed it. Dear. So how? <laughs> yeah, so how do you feel about this? I also watched that film, so this bodes well, otherwise this section would be very short. <laughs> so... As an avid Pokemon lover since birth, pretty much. Sorry, could I just put a pause on this for a second? If there's any, this is just a spoiler warning. If anyone um, does listen to this and hasn't seen the film or wants to, we're going to talk spoilers. So, yeah. So, as an avid Pokemon fan since birth, um, obviously, I actually knew about this film maybe about three years ago or something. When it was first announced. Yeah, like an image of a Pikachu being a detective was released and everyone thought it was a game or something. It was a game originally, right? Well, not originally. Was it originally? Originally, it was a game, but it wasn't... Was it a manga first? Yeah, I don't think there's been a video game of Detective Pikachu, especially, well, in the West. I don't know if they had it in the East. When they released the trailer, I was like, okay, this could be cool. And then I watched the trailer and Ryan Reynolds and a talking Pikachu. Why is it not Danny DeVito? That's my first question. Well, if we're talking spoilers and you've seen the film, it, it I agree with you because I was like, for the majority of the film, I was thinking this could have been Danny DeVito and then the ending sort of negates that. Do you know what I mean? To be fair, yeah, having Justice Smith <laughs> have Danny DeVito as a dad. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I completely agree, though. And apparently the filmmakers did use some of Danny DeVito's lines from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, to do test footage, so there does exist footage of Danny DeVito vo- voicing Detective Pikachu. Just somewhere. imagine he's like, Pika, I want a coffee. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's just got such a perfect voice. I've got to say, um, sorry, just to- I'm gonna use Thunderbolt. <laughs> to um to interject as well, I'm not sure if it was released in the West, but Detective Pikachu was definitely a game. Oh really? It's for 3DS, yeah. It might have been one of those e-store downloads or something, but I... Here we, yeah, no, it was released in Japan in 2016, and then the full v- version was released worldwide in March last year. Oh. So this is like, I, I, I understand, like, I think I'd heard of the concept before seeing the trailer, so yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, so this is going to be a talking Pikachu, and I don't know why, and that doesn't really fit, but whatever, and I didn't think put any more thought into it, and then the movie actually explains why that happened. And... In the most cliche way ever, but it's a family movie. It's three plus. Well, that's exactly like the. It's not like the greatest movie of all time, but I really enjoyed it. And I also. The important thing to me, I do admit that I'm not nowhere near as big a Pokemon fan as you, but the important thing to me was that it felt like a Pokemon story. And it to me, it totally did. Like, mm-hmm. from the battles to the, the end sequence of Mewtwo and Pikachu and just that whole aspect of it. And, like, Bill Nye as uh, the evil guy, like, Bill Nye is brilliant and everything. Um, so I really enjoyed the film. How, what did you make of it in the end, having having those apprehensions to start with? Yeah, so I my main two points are that I loved seeing the interpretations of live-action Pokemon. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're always 2D or they're 3D animated figures, but they've always got like a smooth surface. But to give them texture just brought it to life and kind of made it seem scary. Like, everyone as a kid is like, oh, I wish Pokemon was real. But you think about, like, the size of them and how aggressive they can be. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine Beedrill, you know? 
Yeah, like yeah, a hornet. Like, well, not even a hornet, but like a bee or a wasp to some people is terrifying as it is. Like, I'm not too, I'm not too bad with bees anymore. But especially when I was younger, like wasps petrified me. Mm-hmm. So like a, a bee drill would like that's quite a lot bigger. Like, right? Yes, it's like human size. Would be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be scary. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, second point. Totally agree with what you said. Felt exactly like a Pokemon story, and mm-hmm. the Pikachu and Mewtwo sort of wholesome moment could have been a reference to that very first Pokemon movie. Well, here's the thing, like, I I was thinking a lot along those lines to start with as well, but the only thing that doesn't make sense with that is the entire thing, because um, (laughs) I phrased that really stupidly. Obviously, in the first Pokemon movie, Mewtwo realises that humans are good, and that's his lesson that he's learned. So originally, when I saw it, I was thinking, well, maybe is this supposed to be the same Mewtwo, but then that wouldn't make any sense, because of what I just said. And also in the film, they mention, oh, it's uh, a Mewtwo escaped from the uh, Kanto region 20 years ago, which would coincide with the first Pokemon movie. Correct. Um, but actually, it probably makes sense that it was... I, I don't think I've actually got this far in the games, but apparently one of the, that happens in one of the games. The early games, like uh, Red, Blue, or Yellow. Um, You've got a building that has diaries that talks about the creation of Mewtwo and how it escaped. And mm-hmm. that is canon to the movie and the uh, subsequent Pokemon Generations four-part series they made. Okay, so basically the, that line about the Mewtwo in the film or who that, which Mewtwo that Mewtwo is, is sort of up in the air at the moment, I guess, until they double down and sort of commit to whether that's a reference to the movie or if it's a reference to the game or yeah, neither. Sure. Or just yeah, not even a re- not like a actual canon reference, but just a Easter egg like, oh... It's 20 years because the first Pokemon movie came out 20 years ago. Maybe it's something like that. Uh, main point I didn't like about the movie is I think the ending could have been resolved differently. Uh, mm-hmm. And to be fair, the ending could have been different. I wasn't a fan of that whole, oh, now you can merge with humans and merge with Pokemon, sorry. Oh, that that's funny you say that because that's, that's actually the thing that to me made it feel like a Pokemon story. Like it felt like something that Team Rocket would do, you know? I guess, but at the same time, that felt more sort of like Power Rangers or like very anime, like you are now merging with these creatures against your will. Like Pokemon are just sort of, you know, cute partners like cats. Like imagine a movie where it's like, you're now your cat and everyone's just like, oh, cool. (laughs) That that sounds like a good movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, Um, I get get what you're saying, but I, I, uh, I imagine it's one of those things where they needed, they wanted to change the form, not the formula necessarily, but sort of like the you know, an aspect of it in, in order yeah. to fit it into a, a movie context. But well, to be fair, I've Pokemon's got to say, been changing yeah. a lot recently. Obviously, the games were you do the eight gyms, you stop the crime syndicate, you go to the Elite Four, and you be the champion. Um, yeah. But in the latest games, you were in Hawaii, and there were no gyms, uh, and there wasn't a Pokemon League, spoilers, until the end of the game, mm-hmm. uh, where they had just built it. Um... And now in the newer games, set in the UK, by the way, um, again, it doesn't look like there's gyms. They are football stadiums. I hope you don't have to play Pokemon football. Oh, God. Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah, everyone's sort of been wanting them to change up the formula, and it looks like they are doing that. So, you know, it made sense for the movie as well to become not just like, oh, no, a bit of trouble. Oh, we resolved it. Everyone's happy. It's more like... Holy crud, this is scary. Yeah, you need to do something that sort of push, pushes the boundaries of what's been done in, in the um, canon already, I guess. Or I was actually really surprised how they linked it to the MCU as well. Which part was that? Uh, when Thanos came in. 
uh, and yeah, I thought I thought that might be the part. Crushed Mewtwo into the ground and was like, "Enough, <laughs> all right, enough, enough, all right." <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, Mewtwo, give it a rest, all right. And Mewtwo's like, no. And Thanos is like, all right, um, snap. And then, yeah, I didn't even realize Pokemon was part of the MCU, but it makes sense now. Batman, Zubat, you know. <laughs> Um, so I was going to say one of the things I, I um, didn't like about the film it wasn't necessarily that I didn't like it about the film it's that I felt it, it fell flat with its humour pretty consistently mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie like I didn't think it was like it wasn't like when you watch a bad comedy and the film is bad because none the comedy doesn't work uh-huh. like it was like it was a good movie but like I just didn't think any of the jokes were funny it was just like yeah, people I were just talking you know that. yeah there was I think there was one line actually about um, I can't remember I think Pikachu made a reference to like snorting coke or something and that Made me laugh quite a lot. But apart from that, yeah. Well, there was like well, the Thunderbolt joke where he's like, use Thunderbolt, and he's like, I can't go when people are watching. It's like, haha, poop. <laughs> poop. And then um, uh, yeah. when he's like, what is that? He's like, oh, that was probably me, silent but deadly. <laughs> Farts. Uh, you know what else I didn't like? I didn't like that part, and I also didn't like when he was um, sadly singing the Pokemon theme tune. I thought that was really, uh, it made me cringe quite a bit. Didn't mind that bit. Yeah, I think I saw a lot of people respond positively to that, but I I wasn't a fan of that particularly. I don't know. I did like hearing. Uh, I think the um the Pokemon theme music actually appeared earlier in the film, but like uh, an instrumental version yeah. as part of yeah on the TV network. I think you got it. That was pretty cool. Did, what, did you spot any Pokemon that weren't part of the plot that you were really excited about? To be fair, I'd avoided most trailers, so I hadn't really seen any of them reimagined. Um, but when there was that first scene of them going into the city. Mm. Um, you know, I was a little bit, you know, awestruck. I mean, it was pretty a pretty cool uh, idea. Just imagining like yeah. a city with all these Pokemon, and it just looked real. And it's like this is what it would be like. And it was actually a really nice concept as well of them just living together without like being captured in Pokeballs. Uh, yeah, that was probably so Peter wouldn't mind a movie. <laughs> I've just realised yeah, now you said said that um, the Pokeball there's only Pokeball one Pokeball the entire film, isn't there? Right at the beginning. That's true, and. Gosh, the, that whole scene just made me cringe because they were like two 20-year-olds-ish talking about Pokemon as if it's real. And now I know it's a movie, <laughs> so it is real. But, you know, it took it took me a bit to get into it. So it's just like, oh, yeah. dude, is that, a, is that a Cubone? Yeah, dude, throw the Pokeball. <laughs> and it's like, oh. How do you do, fellow kids? How do you do with this pocket monster capturing device? <laughs> There's, um... I was going to follow that up with um, when I asked you any particular Pokemon. What would you say is your, was your favorite Pokemon in the film? Not necessarily like outside in the in the regular uh, like in the games I'm and stuff. But who did you enjoy seeing the most? Gengar, the uh, the ghosts that were battling with the Blastoise in the like illegal underground area. Oh yeah, I think it was, was portrayed in such a spooky but cool way. I was really distracted during that scene because I'm pretty sure they filmed it at the Roundhouse. You know how it's called the Roundhouse where they're having this battle? Yeah. They were like, oh, let's go to the Roundhouse. It looked like the Roundhouse venue in London, which is actually where I used to have band practice. So I was really I think distracted was trying to work out. I think in looking at the It was, yeah. Plates. Yeah, there was definitely some sequences. And you saw the Gherkin, which is in the East End, yeah, yeah, like yeah. quite a bit. Um, also, that's that's the area where Jack the Ripper murdered all his victims. So I was like, "Oh my god!" I've been reading a Jack the Ripper book recently. Just finished it, but it was giving me nightmares for quite a long time. Oh gosh. <laughs> that's when I watched the film, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was distracted by trying to work out if that was the venue. So I didn't. I I remember the Blastoise Gengar fight, but 
not very well, not as in detail as the rest of the movie, which is annoying because I really wanted to see Blastoise. To be fair, it's it's in the in the trailer. Yeah, I think Actually. I avoided the trailer. Similarly, oh. I watched like one or two. Um, but another one in the same place were Loudred. They were um, they're a Pokemon have got like speakers for ears, and they're known for obviously being loud. Um, oh yeah. But in the movie, they were like being the music in the arena, so they were like beatboxing and doing all the music, and then uh. When they got mind controlled by Sirama or whatever the credit was, um, yeah, they started like doing dubstep. <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny actually. I, I enjoyed brilliant. that part. Um, I think my favorite. Um, I said to John actually, I spotted a Togepi in that scene. Well, I was really yes, excited about because Togepi. Yeah, I really when I was a kid, I fucking <laughs> I loved Togepi so much. I had like a cuddly Togepi that uh, like made noises when you squeezed it and stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Really liked Togepi. I was like eight at the time, I think, but yeah. yeah all right, Aaron Misty. <laughs> you know what annoyed me in the anime? It wouldn't say Togepi, it would say Togepri. It'd be like Togepri, Togepri and it's like, right, yeah, there's no right. R in your name. You stupid egg thing. Let's dive into the mailbag and see who hasn't written to us this week. Got a, uh, got a letter not written to us by Ivan Johnson this week. Uh... Says, oh, that's a that's a funny coincidence that I've got a question from a John, a, another a different Johnson. Maybe that maybe they're they're related. But sorry, continue. Indeed, uh, Ivan asks, "Hey, Aaron, what's your favorite movie and why is it Shark Tale Two? Well, I, there's a glaring issue with that uh, question in that there wasn't a fucking Shark Tale Two. This guy clearly doesn't know his uh, Shark Tale lore, and by lore I mean just the fact that there was only one Shark Tale movie. <laughs> I'm saying this, I hope there's only one Shark Tale movie, but I'm pretty sure there's only one Shark Tale movie. Shark Tale 2. There is no Shark Tale 2. You are. I'm I mean, good. there I'm was golden. an IMDb page for it. Oh, it could be coming out in 2019. It's not. Oh. I, I, I'm, but... basing this, I'm basing this on the fact that uh, anyone can edit IMDb. Oh, and I've got a thing here now saying, and the movie will be coming soon in May 2021. You know, just around the corner. <laughs> when I Google Shark Tale... I have two links. I have DreamWorks. This is IMDb links. Yep. DreamWorks Shark Tale Two, and Shark Tale Two: A Shocking Situation. <laughs> Shark Tale Two: Shark Boogaloo. Yeah, there's literally no information about this. When you Google Shark Tale Two, you get the two IMDb links. You get a ideas.fandom. wiki link mm-hmm. about it, which I'm assuming is a fan uh, is fan fiction, and then you get wiki link for the original Shark Tale. And then you have like just uh, videos from YouTube that are just people who've made their own uh, fan trailers for Shark-, Shark Tale 2. So I can confirm exclusively on this podcast that Shark Tale 2 is not coming in May 2019. Thank goodness Ivan Johnson did not write to us with that question. Yeah, thank God for that. Right, I have a question for you. Uh, Blair and Yenady asks, how did you two meet and fall in love? So how did we fall in love and meet? Oh, well, that's a story I remember really, really vividly. Really vividly. It was at my old boss's house when I first met you, and I believe you told me it's, that you... Sorry, it's, it's funny. I just realised that you said your old boss. I thought you were bullshitting, but actually Emma was your boss at the time of working at One Stop, whereas she was just my colleague. Yeah, exactly. She, uh, she was the boss lady. In fact, I referred to her as Boss Lady Emma. Yeah, you were regaling about the times you went to San Fran on your own, and it mm-hmm. turns out that you knew about The Room, and that you had met Tommy Wiseau and had a signed copy of The Room. And Dave, I'm looking at it right now. I remember, so am I, I'm not. Um, 
plot twist. And, yeah, I remember telling uh, one of my housemates, like, this guy also knows the room, he's awesome. And... Oh, bless you. Yeah, that was... that was, And, and you knew what Homer Simpson was. That's very true. But I, I remember... Well, I don't remember it a bit differently. I just remember that the most important part to me was when, um, for whatever reason, we got onto talking about Zootopia. Mm-hmm. And um, you made a comment about wanting to fuck the bunny. <laughs> Officer Judy hops, mate. Mm. More like Officer <laughs> Juicy Hops. And I remember because the thing is, I saw I saw the film like you said when I was on my own. So I didn't have I never really discussed it with anyone because when I got back <laughs> from, to the UK, like, and I just had this, this weird like weight inside my chest for a while. Like, why am I so attracted to this cartoon rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> I was joking about being attracted, and then you're like, Yeah, I'm genuinely attracted, and I'm like, Let's take it easy. I must have met you uh, coming on to three years ago now, uh-huh. and it was only last year that I realised that you were joking that first time. I thought we <laughs> shared a bond about being attracted to this rabbit for that long. I mean, I I knew I knew it was a meme, but I also didn't realise that you were just enjoying the meme, and, and I, I was in love with the cartoon rabbit. Well, she can offer a hop on this dick. <laughs> uh, I got another question that wasn't written to us by um by Taylor Fast. Okay. Um, and Taylor Fast asks Hello, a bit Taylor. of a weird one. This she asks, "Why is the weather tomorrow?" Well, Taylor, I think you've made a grammatical error in your uh, email. Well, you know, I think I think we should answer the question. She's taken the time to write to not write in. <laughs> well, the problem is I don't know what the interp- what interpretation of the the email to take. To- just say, like, I think... Well, I suppose the well, why is the weather tomorrow isn't a question either. No, she's just asking why is the weather tomorrow. So I guess she's asking why is there oh, still yeah. weather tomorrow. <laughs> well, assuming that that is the correct interpretation of the question, it's because... Ugh, I mean, I don't really know how to explain how weather works. I, I get the concept of it, but I don't think I could relay it <laughs> to, to somebody. But it won't stop until, well, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no! Why is the what we- is the- I, okay, Taylor? If you if you try and email in next week, uh, we'll yeah, clarify a bit, and we might yeah. Be able if you to clarify, then we will try our best to answer. We'll the learn question. how the weather works and let you know. <laughs> but Aaron has never seen Weather Simpson clearly, so okay. I've got uh, my last question. Okay, this question come. Uh, sorry, this, this question doesn't come from Johnny Joe Johnson, um, and they ask Evan, why should Jemmy be banned? Why should Jemmy be banned? Well, Johnny Joe Johnson, I think the most obvious fact is that we should refer to our previous podcast. It was the most miserable topic podcast we've ever done. In fact, it was so miserable that it prompted a month-long break so we could, A, deal with legal issues. Well, I don't remember that happening. Go yeah. through counselling. Um, uh, we had to remortgage our house because we were evicted. I I, I was going to say, actually, uh, just reference the yeah. fact that we haven't done an episode for a while. And that was just because we were both really busy, especially with uh, uni for both of us. And like I said, I was away. But um, hopefully we'll get it going a bit more regular from now on. That is if anyone's still listening. <laughs> we might have killed them off with... Hello. With, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Mum, for listening. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, why should Jemmy be banned? Well, obviously, yeah, the podcast. Um, I think Jemmy should be banned because the survey said yes. Albeit both answers to the question were yes. 
the survey said yes. So yeah, the results of the survey were positive in the uh, in the question asking in asking the question should Jamie be banned, and for that reason, I think we can say that's why Jamie should be. Banned. We were gonna ban him on April Fools, actually, Johnny Joe Johnson, but we didn't think his sensitive little heart could take it, so he remained. Well, maybe. <gasps> There's always next April Fool's Day, unless the weather stops and and we'd cease to exist. Well, what if, what if April Fool's Day doesn't exist, and it's the biggest what? meta April Fools ever? Why is the weather tomorrow? <laughs> Why is April Fools? <laughs> I think that wraps up this podcast. Yeah, I think so. I, I I've really enjoyed um, going through with the uh, the new uh, sections and just trimming the, the trimming the fat that we did, and I hope the one or two people who've listened to the podcast have enjoyed it too. I think this is a be- better way uh, to get people involved. And by involved, I mean emotionally involved with yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, it's quite tear-jerking, really. We've had a laugh, yeah. we've had a cry, the weather, tomorrow, but why? Why? And you know what, Evan? I think it really is a good day to have a good day. It is a good day to have a good day. Bye-bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.